Support for the Bid Picture podcast comes from Atlas.co. Atlas.co is the only map company that lets you add your custom route to your personalized map. The process is simple. Select your trip type and add your trip. Style your map, move, and edit your labels. Select your size and material type and submit your order. Pick from a selection of beautiful styles and colors that we're sure will fit any home or space. Add some text to make it truly yours. You can find out more in the links in the episode show notes. Support for the Bid Picture podcast comes from The Daily Upside. The Daily Upside is a business newsletter that covers the most important stories in business in a style that's engaging, insightful, and fun. Started by a former investment banker, The Daily Upside delivers quality insights and surfaces unique stories you won't read elsewhere. You can find out more in the links in the episode show notes. Hello, my name is BDM Logan Day, and you're listening to episode 196 of the Bid Picture Podcast. On this episode, I'll talk about the rising trend of social shopping and my thoughts on this trend. So thank you for your time. Let's get to it. Part 1, March 2019. So in March 2019, reports came out that Instagram was going deeper into the e-commerce business. So basically selling to its users products that they see on the photo-heavy social networks feeds. So that move was an effort by Instagram to capitalize on its popularity among fashion and consumer goods companies, which have showcased their products on the Facebook-owned platform for years. However, the new initiative, which was at first limited to 20 brands including Adidas and Prada, was a cautious step toward competing against the likes of Amazon and Walmart for online shoppers. So as part of that trial, the announcement which was made on March 19, 2019, said users would be able to click on an item that is featured in a post, see the price, and then click again to bring up an order form. They can then check out with a credit card or PayPal, saving the payment method to their Instagram account if they choose to do that. Instagram previously allowed brands to link to their own websites where shoppers could make a purchase. With more than a billion monthly users, Instagram is popular among online influencers and fashion-conscious young people who are coveted by many businesses. So initially, Instagram said it wouldn't collect a commission on its in-app sales beyond just recovering some costs. With increasing use, however, the company expected to derive revenue over time. In addition, by seeing what products, styles, and sizes its users purchase, Instagram could further refine the content and ads that people see on the platform, although that could unsettle some consumers given Facebook's stumbles in recent years regarding data privacy. So with that 2019 decision, Instagram basically waded into the tricky dynamics that brands face as more shopping shifts online away from traditional outlets like malls. Brands want the sales potential from selling directly through online retailers or platforms while keeping a tight hold on their relationship with shoppers. 
Some brands, including Nike, have started selling products online through Amazon and Walmart, but only after years of resistance. Others starting to sell their products through Instagram include apparel brands Oscar de la Renta and Michael Kors, and Kylie Jenner's cosmetics line, which the reality TV star promotes heavily on her popular Instagram account. In addition, Revolve clothing and products of certain Nike divisions were also made available for in-app purchase on Instagram. So that new checkout feature built upon elements Instagram added starting in 2018, including a personalized shopping feed and the ability to label products in photos. Pinterest, another visual social media platform linked to shopping and style, also identifies merchandise in its photos, but Pinterest sends interested users to brands and retailers' websites, whereas on the other hand, Instagram now allows immediate purchases on its own platform. Instagram was cautious about inserting itself between companies and users, but more than 130 million users have used the platform's product tagging system, allowing businesses to promote their products. Back in 2019, those 20 companies that began the initiative paid a fee to cover credit card processing and other checkout-related costs, although Instagram declined to describe the precise terms of that deal. they underestimated how big the demand for the drug would be. So Novo Nordisk basically fumbled the launch of its buzzy new weight loss drug, Wigovi, missing out on hundreds of millions of dollars in sales and squandering a head start before a rival company could begin selling a competing product. So what is Wigovi? Wigovi is among a new class of drugs that health regulators have approved to cut the weight of people who are obese, which is a goal that has long been sought by doctors and patients. Their weight-dropping potential became a viral sensation on social media, and even Elon Musk tweeted about Wigovi back in October. According to doctors, a related drug for diabetes, Ozempic, is a hot topic in Hollywood among celebrities who are looking to stay thin. Yet, Denmark-based Novo underestimated how big the demand for the drug would be and wasn't ready to make enough to fill the prescriptions that flooded in after U.S. approval in 2021. Then, a contract manufacturer halted production to address inspection issues. The missteps have proven costly for Novo, which was forced to ration Wigovi to patients who had already started taking it. The company has recorded around $700 million in sales to date, well short of the $2 billion in 2021 and 2022 sales that some analysts had projected before supply issues hit. 29-year-old Amber is a music teacher from Springfield, Missouri. She said she has been trying to get Wigovi to help her reduce her weight since hearing about the drug on TikTok and YouTube. She asked her doctor back in September to prescribe it, but she hasn't been able to find it. 
Novo has increased its capacity to make Wigovi and planned a relaunch in early 2023, which should fulfill all orders. However, the company lost valuable time establishing a beachhead in the lucrative obesity drug market before rival Eli Lilly could enter. Eli Lilly is expected to launch a similar competing drug named Monjaro in late 2023 or early 2024. Morgan Stanley estimates that the market for anti-obesity drugs worth $2.4 billion worldwide could reach as high as $50 billion in 2030. Analysts say that Novo can regain lost ground because of the high demand for Wigovi and the large potential for what is still a mostly untapped market. In addition, company officials say they are unconcerned with the looming competition with Eli Lilly's drug because there is room for both products. Novo lists Wigovi at $1,349 a month and some commercial insurers cover the drug. So Wigovi works by imitating a hormone called GLP-1, which occurs naturally in the body and suppresses appetite, among other effects. Novo developed GLP-1 drugs to treat diabetes. In 2017, the company began selling semaglutide, the active ingredient in Wigovi, under the brand name Ozempic to treat diabetes. During the drug's development, Novo found that weight loss was a side effect, therefore prompting the company to probe using semaglutide to treat obesity. A key trial found that Wigovi helped people with a high body mass index to shed up to 15% of their weight, therefore surpassing the results for older obesity drugs like Novo's Saxenda. Saxenda and other older weight loss drugs had sold modestly, partly due to their limited weight loss, some unpleasant side effects, and the refusal of many health insurers to cover the drug. Given the experience, Novo figured Wigovi sales would increase gradually. To augment its production, Novo contracted with a single manufacturer, Catalent, to fill the drug into syringes. Novo said it thought it would have time to add manufacturing capacity to meet a gradual increase in demand. However, when Novo started selling Wigovi in the US back in June 2021, demand took off. Doctors with large followings on social media touted Wigovi as groundbreaking, while users posted photos holding injection pens and shared their weight loss progress. So it took only five weeks for doctors to write new prescriptions for Wigovi at the same weekly volume that Saxenda took four years to reach. But within weeks, supplies were strained. First, Novo warned that patients might experience delays in receiving their prescriptions. Then in December 2021, Catalent temporarily stopped deliveries and manufacturing at its plant after Food and Drug Administration inspections found faulty air filters and some damaged equipment. So according to analysts, many people who couldn't get Wigovi for weight loss have sought prescriptions for Novo's Ozempic and Eli Lilly's Munjaro, even though the FDA hasn't approved the latter two drugs, Ozempic and Munjaro, for such use. In addition, 
the FDA said Ozempic sales increased so much that certain doses are in short supply through at least January 2023. Eli Lilly is studying Monjaro, its diabetes drug that contains GLP-1 for weight loss. Novo and Eli Lilly said they don't promote their diabetes drugs for the off-label use of treating obesity. A Catalent spokesman said the company is still making improvements to the plant and working with customers to limit the impact of supply constraints on patients. The company started filling Wigovi syringes at the facility in the spring of 2022. Novo has been amassing a sufficient inventory before the Wigovi relaunch. Their goal is that when Wigovi relaunches, insurance coverage will be much broader than when the drug first went on sale. QVC for Gen Z. So 23-year-old Ashley went to buy more of one of her favorite makeup products, a Charlotte Tilbury highlighter, this past summer, only to find out that it was out of stock again. Ashley works in sales for a tech company. She discovered the brand's Hollywood Flawless Filter product on TikTok. The item is a favorite of beauty content creators for its ability to add a dewy glow to the skin as a foundation or as a final touch. So it was only natural that Ashley turned to TikTok to document her exasperation at not being able to find another bottle of the product. In August, she posted a video of herself getting ready with a teal headband and her makeup half applied and wrote that she couldn't find the highlighter. The video racked up more than 35,000 views, along with comments from other frustrated would-be buyers. Unfortunately, it took Ashley several weeks to repurchase the Hollywood Flawless Filter Highlighter. So from makeup to Dash miniature waffle makers and Stanley water tumblers, items are going viral on TikTok and other social media platforms, launching seemingly modest products into booming sales and making the items nearly impossible to find. For the brands and their promoters, that is creating a new challenge. How do they build supply chains for goods that may sell in the millions, but only if they catch fire online? So retailers are trying to adjust as more consumers turn to social media for shopping. Some 30% of social media users in the US recently surveyed by the Pew Research Center said they have purchased a product after seeing an influencer or content creator post about it online. That figure was 50% for women between the ages of 18 and 29. The shopping, known as social commerce, is a turn away from the marketplaces like Amazon's big virtual storefront that offer up arrays of products and have been the foundation of e-commerce sales. Overall, online sales surged during the COVID pandemic as homebound consumers ordered more goods online. For many consumers, apps like TikTok and their streams of colorful, engaging videos turned into a direct link to several brands. According to consulting firm McKinsey, 
about $37 billion in goods and services were purchased in 2021 in the U.S. via social commerce, up from $27 billion in 2020. McKinsey projects sales to reach nearly $80 billion by 2025. Social shopping has grown in lockstep with TikTok, the short-form video app that exploded in popularity during the pandemic and is owned by Chinese firm ByteDance. According to analytics from Sensor Tower Incorporated, the app's daily active users worldwide is up 162% in December 2022, compared with December 2019 pre-pandemic. TikTok is particularly popular among retailers' coveted Gen Z demographic. According to Sensor Tower, it was the top downloaded app for people between the ages of 18 and 24 from the first quarter of 2021 through the second quarter of 2022. Users on the app scroll through a constantly changing feed of videos tailored to their interests, which include makeup, cleaning products, books, or even comedy. So the app's algorithm recommends similar videos along those lines, including posts from people that the user doesn't specifically follow. Professional content creators on apps like TikTok or Instagram post videos of themselves using items from carpet cleaners to holiday decorations. The videos present a little like QVC for Gen Z, as creators prop their phones up and speak right into the camera, showing viewers things like the consistency of a lip gloss, the mistakes they made using a new hairdryer for the first time, or how one color of eyeshadow compares with another. Viewers often click a link to buy an item immediately if the product is in stock, making the shopping experience seamless. So the growing popularity of social commerce has pushed retailers and brands to figure out how to keep the right product in stock at the right time to avoid missing out on sales. A company spokesperson said that Charlotte Tilbury has sought to adapt its supply chain to respond to consumer demand as products go viral. The brand also uses data to monitor trends worldwide and then adjust their supplies accordingly. Maybelline New York got a viral bump this fall when its Lifter Gloss, a lip gloss with a mild plumping effect, sharply rose in popularity online during back-to-school season. Sales of the lip gloss doubled in October 2022 from October 2021. So scarce availability doesn't necessarily affect a brand's image negatively. Experts say that brands may even get some extra buzz when products become hard to find, as that scarcity creates a bit of an allure around that product. So supply chain company Shop Social Incorporated, doing business as Trendsy, Trend SI, says it is working to help retailers get more nimble in filling orders by using a tactic called drop shipping, whereby a retailer takes customer orders and has the manufacturer deliver them without the inventory going through its own stores or warehouses. The TikTok effect goes beyond clothing and makeup and has even reached holiday decorations. An artificial Christmas tree at Home Depot called the Grand Duchess surged in popularity after customers started posting videos of themselves setting it up and using its remote control light settings. So that drew admiring comments along with some jabs from users who said they couldn't find the tree. 
So to wrap up on this episode, I talked about the rising trend of social shopping. I believe it's an interesting development to keep an eye on, especially from a cybersecurity perspective, from an intelligence perspective, and also the fact that some of the apps involved are known to be used by certain intelligence agencies for certain purposes. So that's all I have for this episode 196 of the Bid Picture Podcast. Thanks for listening. Bid Picture Podcast is produced by Sunshine Media in association with Alowinly Productions. Fact-checking by Zara Kuznetsova. Audio engineer, Sergey Gorski. Graphic design, Stacey Graham. Senior producer, Abidemi Ologunde. Executive producers, Olufolani Ologunde and Toby Loba Ologunde. Please join me again on the next episode as I continue with a deep dive on cybersecurity's news, events, and incidents, and the lessons we can learn from them for robust cyber threat intelligence and awareness in our daily lives. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the Big Picture Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, please share the show with anyone that you think might benefit from it. For questions, comments, or any suggestions, please send an email to bdme at thebeatpicture.com. You can also get in touch on Twitter at BeatPicture, on the Clubhouse app at Beat, as well as on the Wisdom app at BDME. Please remember to leave a review for the podcast if your platform allows you to do so. Thank you for your time. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.